Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome in. This is Follow the Money. The show is brought to you by DraftKings. We are live the day after the Super Bowl, downtown Las Vegas. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard from the Circa Resort and Casino. The Chiefs, your 2024 Super Bowl champs, they go back-to-back. Mahomes goes back-to-back MVP. What, he's the third player ever to do that now? And he has three Super Bowl victories and three Super Bowl MVPs. And he's been the full-time starter for six years. Yeah, we talked about this on Friday's show. With what he just accomplished now, all sports combined, it's him, Larry Bird, Russell, Mantle, Musial, Guy Lafleur. I think there's one other guy uh, to win three titles and a couple MVPs before the age of 28. It's going to be first seven seasons in the league, 20, oh. whatever you want to say. So yep. that's uh, very impressive. And for all of the Chiefs' money on this game and the betters, and it was overwhelming that you heard from you know people for the last two weeks saying uh, – I can't bet against Mahomes. They can say, I told you so today. That's right. And they will be yep. telling you, I told you so. That's the scary thing, right? Is that the Chiefs aren't even that great of a football team. They never were this year. But now he has this crazy good defense to play with, which just makes it takes him to a whole new level. Mm. Because, again, who scares you on offense other than Travis Kelsey for this team? And Mahomes in big games... Uh, phenomenal, and the running, you know, he just takes off. The design runs, I thought, were brilliant last night. The Niners didn't even know it was coming multiple times, and he didn't really do anything for the first three quarters of the game, but when it mattered most, fourth quarter and overtime, the guy was awesome. And so there was no doubt that he, and and Nance called it immediately as soon as the game met. He's he's the obvious choice for the MVP here. So you think about how the other years went, it was also a very bad matchup that day against the Buccaneers because their offensive line was in shambles against a great defensive front. Right. And the other two years, he lost in overtime at home in the AFC title game. That shows you how hard it is to beat him. I know. He didn't even get the ball in that super, in that AFC title game against Brady. Uh, so 11-1-1 ATS as a dog. He's covered the six-point teaser in all of them, and he just went dog, dog, dog three in a row to win the Super Bowl. Outright, outright, outright. So, you can say it for the next three years. I don't care. 
if you just want to say I can't go against Mahomes. I can't, I, I can't kill you. Yeah. I understand. He's the, this guy's Michael Jordan now of the NFL. And now I, if, I, if I'm Brady, I'm concerned. It's going to be hard to get to eight, but to pass him. But this guy can't win six, seven Super Bowls. He's already got three. He's 28 years old. Yeah. And they were so bad this year on offense, and they still won the damn Super Bowl. I also think that uh, my power read on, on Kyle Shanahan is way down. It already was going into this game after the playoffs. His game management is um, far from great. Play caller in general, yes, very, very good. But last night to begin that second half again with two consecutive drives and you don't run the ball one time, I lost my mind watching this at home. Like, what are you doing? And then we talked about this. If you missed it, this came out. The Ringer had this. Some incredible quotes here. Right from the story. The Chiefs' overtime plan worked out exactly how they had hoped, and it wasn't by accident. Kansas City safety Justin Reed told the ringer that the Chiefs had first discussed the new overtime rules as far back as training camp. Defensive lineman Chris Jones told me players were prepared for what to expect if the Super Bowl went to overtime. He said, quote, we talked about this for two weeks. We knew uh, that if we got the ball... um, we were going to give the ball to the opponent. If they scored, we were going to go for two to the end of the game. We rehearsed that. Imagine if that scenario unfolds. We were told here at Circa, Mike Palm said yesterday, wrecking ball if it lands one. Two was worse, though. But, it lands but, two. But, yeah, two. Yeah, but one's, yeah. Yeah, one's going to be rough for most books in town, no doubt. To add on to the story, more from the ringer here. The 49ers did not do the same. Multiple San Francisco players said after the game, that they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. And strategy discussions over how to handle the overtime period did not occur as a team. Armstead, who played awesome yesterday, defensive lineman for the 49ers, said he learned the details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Allegiant Stadium Jumbotron during a TV timeout after regulation. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk said he assumed the 49ers asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season when a touchdown wins the game. I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy. End of quote, Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah, I was surprised uh, what what Mm. they did to start. I mean, I think you have have to defer there. Andy Reid said, absolutely, we're going to defer. That's how he would have handled it because it's you're playing four downs, the other team's playing three downs. And he can talk about, we'll get to it in a second, but what he said after. But the other thing is, people, we can't agree on anything, but everyone arguing about this, it's, well, because it was sudden death. Yeah, but you you got bailed out by that penalty. It would have been sudden death. Sure. You were going to go three and out on your your first drive. But the holding call on Jennings extended your drive. Right, so that's... You, I want to know what I need. What did you do? I, I know what, uh, what I need to do. Okay, I held you to a field goal. I know a touchdown wins the Super Bowl. I know I'm okay if I kick a field goal. I, if I get a stop, I know I, I, it's become sudden death then. That's why I couldn't believe he didn't defer. It was like Ala- Alabama-Michigan, the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. I thought Alabama made, made a major mistake. Um, also... Do I have that right? Or am I misremembering what happened there? Was it Michigan? No, I might be misremembering that. Anyway, this is what Kyle Shanahan had to say about that situation after the game late last night. No, we never thought about there, fourth and four. I mean, even if we do go and score, they still can go down and match it. And um, so, no, there wasn't. Uh, it's just something we talked about with, you know, the, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win. And um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal. And if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. We wanted the ball third. Yeah, well, you didn't match, and now you uh, lost, and for the third time in a Super Bowl, you blew a double-digit lead. Oh, by the way, now, as it turns out, there would have been no third opportunity. Chiefs were going to go for two regardless. That's the big one, yep. So either they're winning or losing on that play. That's what the Super Bowl would have boiled down to. Can you imagine? Madness. Oh, I would have loved to see it. I know. That would have been great. All the teasers got there last night. Yep. Tip of the cap to Lou Finacaro, who came on a week ago, on this show and said, uh, I know you're not supposed to do this, according to a lot of people, but I don't care. I tease NFL totals quite a bit. And he made the case for betting both totals in the game to go over and under. It landed right in the middle 
And he was on the 49ers, so he did a 10-point teaser, had them plus eight in the game. And the way it played out, the Niners should have won the game outright. The McCaffrey fumble was just, I mean, they said the third the third lost fumble on the season. I don't even remember him fumbling ever in the regular season. Oh, it was such a great drive. They were gashing him on the ground. It was no problem. It was such a great start they, to the game for they that They got team. inside the 30 in no time. As you said, think about you get that deep and, and you still lose the bet. First drive, three minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah. You know who I feel bad for? But the, I was going to say the, the fumble, uh, the, the, the fumble punt was enormous. Uh, that is just, to me, it's the biggest play of the game. Agreed. You could say, well, fourth and one, you stop them, the Super Bowl's over, you're champs. You sc- third and five, you get the first down, you, you run the clock down, kick the game-winning field goal, okay, but it's 10-6 late in the third quarter. They can't move the ball on you. And then you handed them seven points. All of a sudden, now you're losing. Sure. It's a hit scale. You were going to say. Totally flipped the game. I feel bad for a guy like um, Nick Bosa last night. He, played, he was great. He played his ass off, and his motor was yep. a 1,000 miles an hour the entire time, and he was so close to getting to Mahomes like multiple times in that game. And even when he didn't, like he was like causing havoc the entire time. And he did the same thing, by the way, four years ago. He was in Mahomes' face the entire time. And that dude has nothing to show for it today. Does not have a Super Bowl victory. Chase Young played great. He heard all the criticism over the last two weeks. There's no doubt in my mind that he did. And he fed off of it, and he had a great start to the game. Had that sack right away. And then also basically had another sack when Mahomes did the shove thing, and it was called yep. for uh, intentional, grounding. intentional grounding there. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Pacheco, I mean, they really could not establish Pacheco in the game last I night. I know. They did an excellent job. That defense play, Steve yes. Wilkes did a really good job. They did. Well, early on, yeah. Yeah. But then again, I, if I'm Shannon, I could say, guys, I just need one stop. I need one stop. And yeah. I win the Super Bowl. And they, they got all come the stops up with early. A big stop. I know. And then couldn't get them late. Right. I also think I think the crew did a I think Vinovich and his crew did a great job. Oh, but you know what though? They missed holding calls hold, on the yes, Chiefs sure. late. I know there were a lot of them. It was just like guys were rushing up the middle for the 49ers. And they, they had, that like, a bad. clear path to Mahomes, and he's getting, like, yanked back like this multiple times. You're like, that's not holding? Where's the call? I was screaming on a couple of them. There were some obvious holds that, that they didn't call. And that was uh, – Bosa pointed it out. What, do you, what did you notice when you watch film? They hold a lot. Well, they do. They're number one in the league in holding. Yeah. And uh, they let them get away with it. So, you want to yeah. let them play? Okay, that's fine. But there was some blatant holding calls that they, they didn't – at big moments, they let them play, though. You think Shanahan wins one ever? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you do with Purdy moving forward? Well, he comes back. He's, He's the, the guy. guy. Yeah, He's he played definitely well. the guy. It wasn't the reason they lost. Nope, not at all. I thought he played well in moments. Yeah, so they just they have this horrible. It's been four years of this. They have horrible injury luck. Yeah, At true. terrible times. Super Bowl, NFC title game, losing key players, Debo, Purdy, I Green, the, the Green Law. The with, Green Law. I mean, Nance comes back from commercial last night. He's like, you're not going to believe luck. this. They're super jacked up. The special teams just made an amazing play. The defense is playing out of their minds. He's running onto the field, two steps in, Achilles. What? Yep. How does that happen? That's so fluky. The field was not an issue last night. Oh, yes, right. Good call by the godfather, yeah, Brent Musburger. Brent had that. Not a problem. Well played. Mahomes went over pretty much every single prop, too. And it sounds like we did a great job, and we should be in the rotation. No problems. Yeah. What we have? We had bad, You can't control the weather. And you had two streakers run on the field. That, and you had the, fu- the- you had the uh, fire alarm at the Niners Hotel. Uh-huh. That's not on Las Vegas. Nope. That's on the NFL. Got You got to have that buttoned up. We'll recap a lot of the game, what happened, sports betting perspective, with a bunch of bets, with win some, lose some, coming up next here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. I'm a one-man band. If I miss anything, tweet or email FTM at VEASAN.com. Longest field goal in Super Bowl history, plus 450. Great job, Jeff Benson and Circa, putting that up. Use check, first reception, 30 to 1. First 49er reception, 23 to 1. First scoring play, 49ers field goal, 4 to 1. Scoreless quarter, plus 350. Longest punt went over, and it did early. That's what we were talking about. McCaffrey, first touchdown, 4-1. First half, touchdown, plus 130. Anytime touchdown, minus 220. And while we were on the air yesterday, $100,000 came in on that McCaffrey anytime touchdown. Last touchdown, first half, plus 380. Non-quarterback to throw a touchdown, 35-1. to one. Both teams, first scoring play, field goal, plus 550. Over, lost, fumbles, one and a half plus 240 over two and a half players to attempt to pass plus 145 no Gatorade bath 12 to 1 has to happen during the game broadcast but DraftKings paid out purple though as well with the color but it was after because it's a walk-off touchdown so yeah the Gatorade bath came late in the in the in the deal festivities that's right seven field goals a record in the Super Bowl 25 to 1 at William Hill Mahomes, 50 yards rushing, 5-1. Scantling, anytime touchdown, 7-1. First Chiefs touchdown, 10-1. Friend of ours had that. Great job, Uda, right? Last touchdown of the game. Hardman, 87-1 at Circa. Oh. The mentalist. I know. Hard knocks. Missed it, right? Yep. Pulled, pulled Hardman up Pulls on stage. Up. I know. Yep, there you go. Last point of the game scored, touchdown, 9-1. to one. Each team with a touchdown and a field goal in the second half, 8-1. to one. Will the Chiefs convert a fourth down in their own territory? Yes, 4-1. to one. Will there be an interception, lost fumble, and missed kick? Yes, plus 375. Score on the final play? Yes, 8-1. to one. Overtime, 9-1. to one. As high as 11 in other spots. First player with 50 receiving yards... Other was 40 to 1. That was Hardman. Will a drive start inside the five yard line? Yes, plus 240 caches. Yeah. Oh, what a job that was. Again, the special teams, they were phenomenal until they fell off the rails. Yeah, I know. Missed extra point by Moody, 6 to 1. Missed kick, plus 105. Most receiving yards, Kelsey, 3 to 1. Premier League, 24 and 5 overrun. Two and a half goals in the English Premier League. And it happened again in golf. Nick Taylor was 180 to 1, one in a playoff. That was going on while we were in the second quarter of the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. 
Well, we had the delay early on in the tournament because of weather. So you knew there was a possibility that this tournament was going to get pushed back and going on at the, you know, at kickoff. Yeah. Wild finish. Cut off the beer sales on Saturday. It was ugly. I, I don't know what, what the future of that tournament is moving forward. Well, they I still mean, line up by, wow. uh, what is it, tens of thousands of people at 5 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday to get in? Well, like 30 people blacked out. One lady fell. The other guy's diving into the bunker. The other guy on the stool is sitting there and just going. Just, I mean, It is encouraged. Yeah. You well, know, so this is what you're going to get. People are going to see themselves on TV a little bit later on. How dumb can I get? Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Adam Burke who works here at the network at Skating Tripods on Twitter. He said he was going to do this. His spot. Look at the scene yesterday at Stadium Swim. Perched up top, Adam Burke taking it all in. There is the setup outside if you wanted a cabana and hang out or get a day bed. Some people in the pool. The weather finally cooperated. There's the scene outside. Beautiful setup. That's not bad. Yes. How about this jackpot? This is a funky game. This is at Durango Resort, the new spot in Las Vegas. $80,000 jackpot, $2.00 five play, max action video poker, and where, depending, you see it lights up on the side where it gets inflated in in terms of what your hand pays. The guy was dealt fours and a kicker. $80,000, five play. Here's the feeling good all the time. A little concerned about this gal, too. Uh, be over there playing that game by uh, okay. 8.30 this morning. Okay, there you're right. Yeah. Here's the setup, too, if you wanted uh, bottle service. Now, Sitting there in the end zone with the club seats. Yeah, weren't yeah. those club seats, weren't they a million bucks? Yeah. yeah, in the end zone, yeah. That's the suite. That's number eight, guys. You got Now, here she is. They put her on a jumbotron at the game. The big screen showing her in the suite, and Taylor Swift immediately slams the beer and puts it down. Strong. Little cry for help. She was at the after party at the Grammy. She's taking a chug off a bottle of vodka, putting the thing down. Where's your power rating this morning with uh, that couple? Yeah. You okay with it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, get married. Have Th- some fun. Thank God the season's over with because yeah. of them too. Yeah. In my she, opinion, she was putting it down. Yeah, she put that thing down immediately. I, I really, I really have to question what she's doing here. Why is she with that douche? That harsh? Oh my God, Kelsey yeah. is the worst. It's a, it's a surprise. Sports. It's a surprise. Yeah. What is she doing? He's tough to take. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Lose some. How about the gentleman last week who put a hundred thousand dollars on the coin toss? Tails failed there, although it cashed the uh, second time with the 49ers, But that was hundred thousand dollars on tails was a loser. And a couple of bad beats. First drive over three minutes and fifteen seconds at DraftKings. One play. If McCaffrey doesn't fumble, you win. And Purdy under... You, hey, by the way, how do you yeah. have that many first downs go down the field and it doesn't go over? I know. That's the other thing. Well, he's ripping off 11-yard chunks. Yeah. And uh, Purdy, uh, Purdy rushing yards over. Goes under because of the kneel down there at the last play of regulation. <laughs> Sick beat. This week, DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app. Use promo code VISA when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. DK No Sweat NBA. Get up there up to $1,000. All right. Great job, fellas, all year and uh, especially today. Uh, two other things. You know, Kelsey, who a lot of people think he's tough to take. How about assaulting his own coach? No kidding. How about that? And then the other news that uh, Mitch has been all over, but uh, several 49er players unaware of the new overtime rules, which is, again, an indictment of Kyle Shanahan, too. You got to be buttoned up and everything. It's you got to be. Not everyone's Belichick, but you have to be prepared and think of every situation. Yep. This was well documented. That's why Belichick was so good. Oh sure, he thought of everything. And I just remember going back to the Monday night game when you couldn't throw the ball, and he's like, "Okay, we'll have something ready for you." He he thinks of everything. Um, But Um, that was that's that's alarming that 49er fans, 49er players, didn't know that. But it it was certainly. I was shocked he didn't uh, defer to start overtime. I want to show you this, Paul. Um, I'm going to hand you my phone. This is the last play of the game for the 49ers on offense at the end zone when they went to Jennings and Chris Jones blew it up. Look at Brandon Ayuk at the top of the screen. See that at all? It's a sm- I'll retweet it here in a minute, too. Oh, he's wide open. He's open by, oh, fi- he, no. he's open by 15 yards. There's no yards. one there. 
Oh, he, man. But both defenders got lost on the play. Oh, how did he... He's cutting across the back of the end zone. He's... Didn't even look in I, his direction. No. Oh, but no. both defenders fell the way it looked. I'll retweet that right now. Why is he just look? Ah, that's strange. He's just looking over to the other side of the field. Oh, yep. he's wide open. Oh, man. It's oh. ah, tough to take. Uh, then, the, then, the, then the sequence happens. Unless Moody misses another extra point. Then you get what Andy Reid said. We were going to go for two in yep. the win. Oh, God. Motor City Mike on X. Hey, Mike. He cashed Hardman longest air yards catch 80 to 1. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yep. 52-yard catch. Wow. The Hardman stuff that cashed. That was 80-1, to one, last touchdown cashed. First guy to 50 yards cashed. You check. Yep, right that off cashed. the bat. First catch. McCaffrey was almost the game's leading receiver. But, uh, I, you know. That was close, yeah. Over two and a half players to throw a pass. And then how many quarterback or how many people are going to throw a touchdown over two and a half was 35-1 to one on that. You saw as low as 10 to 1, but yeah. I saw as high as 35 to 1. Yep. That's a good prop. There also was, I didn't, I, I saw it, but I don't remember. I couldn't find the payout. There was, and he's only the second guy to do it in history, would a player catch a pass and throw a pass touchdown? It's now Foles oh, and Jennings. Right. That was offered somewhere. I can't remember what the price was. That was also available. Well, it was massive, no so, question. So the stuff, even though it was a, uh, it's only 10-3 at halftime, a lot happened and a lot of stuff cashed. But again, that's why the Super Bowl is so great because so much stuff is going on and you get all your pages here in your packet. Now, how about, to look through. How about the uh, betters who were on, I saw I think as high as plus 975 to go to overtime. Mm-hmm. That adds up quickly because you know the public, that's oh, all that's everything they bet. They want to bet yep. a little to win a lot. Only the second time ever it went to overtime. The MVP uh, voting rules, by the way, are a little weird. They get it. Normally, ha- they have to be in with a couple minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But when it goes to overtime, they give That's them right. some flexibility. You there. have to. You have oh, to. yeah, there's no doubt. You don't yeah. know who's going to win the game. There was also um, that was a horrible spot. Kelsey had the first down there. I thought so, too. Then they, they had to punt, and it was third and one. Yeah. He got that first down on second down there inside there, too. Michael Lombardi going to join the show coming up next. We'll get his thoughts overall on the game. Did the Chiefs win it? Did the Niners blow it? That's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free Visa daily newsletter. In today's newsletter, Bill 80 recaps all the prop bets and how the books did. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight to your inbox absolutely free. vcin.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Do it now. Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His uh, show, Lombardi Line, is coming up today at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. out here on the West Coast. Michael, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. It's bright and early here on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Uh, We've been kicking this game around now for three full hours. Do you think the Chiefs won the game last night or did the 49ers blow it? No, I, I think the Chiefs won it. I mean, look, the, you know, the game was long. We kind of thought it would go there. I think probably one of the hard parts of the game was Moody missing that extra point created Andy to get off the hook down in the red zone. I know Romo was screaming for him to go to it instead of tie the game up, which was absurd. But if that's a 17 to 13 game, San Francisco could win the game on that play. And it's a 16-13 game. He kicks the field goal. He sends the game basically, you know, and then all of a sudden, or, or it was a 19-16 game at that point, and he sends the game to overtime. Whereas if it's a 20-16 to 16 game, he's got to go for it. And if they get that stop, they win the game. So, no, I, I think, look, the secret to all victory lies in the organization of the not obvious. That's what Marcus Aurelius once said. And I think this game was living proof of that quote. And, and, when you look at it, the third and the third down play before the Moody long field goal, I mean, it's split zero. They don't get into the right protection. They don't make the play. Red zone, third and four, split zero again. Got a guy open. They blow the protection up front in the end zone, mm-hmm. and they don't make the play. You know, and whereas Mahomes, fourth and one, scrambles, you know, they made all the key plays, and, you know, that's the difference between the two teams. Based on that <laughs> quote, and I love that quote. You've used it before. I think it's very fitting. Uh, is it too obvious then for me to say the biggest play of the game was the muff punt 
Yeah, it is. I mean, look, you know, you can't, and I don't fault McLeod. I mean, he saw the kids hit his foot. He had sure. to go get it, you know? Yep. Yep. And so he had us to try to jump on it, you know? And so he, he, it's unfair to say he muffed it, but yeah, I think so. Because I mean, look, the Niners defense as it, you know, they lose Greenlaw, but they were still getting pressure. They had him frustrated a little bit. But here's the, here's where the secret to all victory lies in the organization of the non-obvious. When you are a zone team, okay, when you are a zone team and you have to engage in a man-to-man game at the most critical times, you're just not good enough to do it. But when you're a man-to-man, zine, a man-to-man team and you have to play some zone, you can become better. So it's a little bit like if you have a fastball, but you don't have a curveball, eventually you get hit. And you've got to have, as defense, you have to have three pitches. And the Chiefs defensively have three pitches. San Francisco, at the end of the day, because of the way they've been into this Pete Carroll scheme, because of the way they have been into the zone concepts, because they're so good up front, they don't have three pitches. And I think at the end of the day, if I'm Kyle Shanahan flying back to San Francisco, there's two things on my list of things to do. One, we've got to have a better answer for blitz zero, or we've got to be able to communicate it. Maybe they do. It just didn't get communicated. And secondly, we're going to have to become a one-third man team, a one-third zone team, and a one-third man zone team. Another baseball analogy, you called Mahomes Mariano Rivera. I mean, this guy, you get the, he's going to score in that situation, it seems, every time where he has a chance to win the game or if he needs points, he's going to get them. Right. And I, and I think people are, you know, look, San Francisco's defense was on the field at the end of the game. So when it gets to overtime, they took the ball. Yeah. They put their defense back out there. Maybe, the, maybe Mahomes goes right down the field easily because they were exhausted. And San Francisco had a nine-minute drive. Or what were they had almost a seven-minute drive. They almost ate up the whole half the quarter. You know, the, the difference is, to me, the most substantial reason to not to defer is because it allows you to have four downs. It yeah. allows you to play. A, and Mahomes is great on three downs, but, man, he's really good when it's four downs. And so if some of those situations where it was fourth and one, he might've had a punt there, you know? And so when you bring the fourth down into play, he's hard enough to defend. And the reason I call him Mariano Rivera is you just don't want him having the ball uh, at the end of the game. You don't want to have to face him down, either down three, up three, whatever it is. And, you know, the one play that I think to me that I thought of immediately was on the fourth and one when he scrambled, Bosa went down the line on that play. Yep. You know, had I, if I would have been the defense coordinator, I would have said at all costs, go after Mahomes. Okay. And then he won the Super Bowl if that happens. Absolutely. What did you see? I mean, he ran the ball. If, you, if, if Bosa goes up the field and takes him out of the game, because you knew they were putting the ball in his hands. Uh-huh. They were not putting the ball in Pacheco's hands. See, this is where, this is where again, let's go back to the secret of all victory. This is why you have to practice, at least when you're playing in these big games, you have to have – got to have it plays. You got to practice it as a defense. If they, you know, we, now look, I wrote about it in gridiron Genius. We practice got to have your plays and they still got the ball to Owen Daniels. So sometimes even when you know it's coming, it comes, you can't stop it. But on fourth and one, you know, Mahomes is going to get the ball. You know, he's going to make a play. And when that, when they broke the huddle, I thought it was going to be sprint right option. Bosa was on the right. Bosa was on the left side of that line. If Bosa goes up the field, there's no sprint right option. It takes him out of the play. Oh, excellent. Also, as a great X's and O's guy, what did you see why they couldn't get anything to Kelsey early and then they had no answer for Kelsey in the second half and late? I I don't know what happened there. I got to watch the all 22 to really get my hands around it because that to me was the, was the, the factor, you know, I mean, look, he spread the ball around. I didn't think Jennings would have that big of a day, but he was great. Jennings could have had another second touchdown you know, in the red zone, he's wide open, I think, in the back of the end zone, but, but Purdy couldn't throw the ball. I, I think we got to study that because that, to me, is another part of the game that I didn't understand. Why didn't Kittle get the ball? And everybody was playing okay. Kittle on his overtotals. And, and you're going to have to watch the All-22 because, you know, we don't get that on TV. I mean, we don't get a lot of stuff on TV. Let's be clear. How about how big the special teams played in terms of trying long field goals? I mean, he was in a tough spot the first one because it was fourth and a mile, and Moody hits from 55, and he kicks a 57-yard a field goal on fourth and six. But then he misses the extra point, which yeah. at the end of the day changed the tenor of the game. Yeah. I mean, look, the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs, he pinned them back 
Wisniewski was great, and he's one of the best inside 20 punters in the league. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, everything has to work perfectly for you. You know, I did not think this would be a 13-possession game for each team because, you know, when you break it down. But again, as I said earlier on the show, let's look at the fourth quarter. San Francisco goes touchdown, field goal, end of half, field goal. Fourth quarter, overtime, field goal, field goal, touchdown. I mean, the last five, four drives of, of the Chiefs went touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown. Why is that? Is it because San Francisco was not good anymore? No, it's because their defensive line is tired. Sure. And that's what we don't and, – and the game, what people don't realize, it's hot in there. It's Even though it's a dome, it's hot, it's humid, that the players wear down. And, again, this comes back to we have to have a little bit – when he started blitzing, when, when, when Wilk started blitzing, it just wasn't effective, right? I mean, they throw the ball, they, they got a cross to the rice. Kelsey comes across the formation. You know, to me, they're just not good at that. And you, to get guys out, you have to have all the pitches in your pitch count. Yeah, and I thought the Greenlaw injury to tie in what you're saying there, I thought that played out to be a massive loss, obviously, for the 49ers. And to your point about the special teams, isn't it funny how it normally plays out like that? For the whole season, the Niners did not have good special teams, and clearly that edge went to the, to the Chiefs. In that game last night, Michael, the 49ers were playing an amazing game on special teams until the punt that gave the Chiefs ball, the ball back and the missed extra point. So it did come back to bite them. It did. It, essentially, it gave them eight points. Yeah. You think about it. It gave them yeah. eight points. You know, they get the touchdown to Scanling. They blow that coverage. And then, of course, they miss the extra point, which I don't know how he misses the extra point. I still don't know that. Because the kid, to me, when he made that long field goal to put the game at 19-16, I said to my son, this kid's going to be the best. With that kick, he becomes, his confidence is going to really rise. Because Jim Harbaugh has always told me what a great kicker this guy was. He loved him, and it's just a question of his confidence. And that kick gave him, should give him confidence and propel him in the next season. And I think that's going to be key. But, again, like you say, whatever becomes a problem during the season in the most critical times, if you don't fix it, it becomes another problem. You know. And, look, the Chiefs figured it out. I mean, when they lost to the Raiders, everybody thought they'd be one and done in the playoffs. And they won four straight in the playoffs. Under all the conditions that they had a winner in. How long do you think Andy's going to coach? You know, he was evasive with the questions. I don't, I, I think he's going to keep coaching. I, what is Andy going to do? I mean, what will yeah. Andy do? He doesn't have any. You think that body's playing golf? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? I mean, I, I'm sure he could be a food critic. You know, he could live in Las Vegas or write reviews. Or, yeah. I mean, like the guy's a foot, he's a ball coach. I mean, yeah. it's like people say, what's Belichick going to do? He's going to keep working on ball. I mean, when you're a ball coach and that's what you know, that's what you do. Yeah, he's, he needs to get in touch with uh, Joey Chestnut, I think. Yes, he does. See, hey, Michael, oh, can, man, he killed Joey. <laughs> he killed Joey. Hey, can you hang out for like five more minutes? Sure, absolutely. Because something came out like early this morning or late last night regarding overtime and how one team knew what their plan of attack was going to be and the other team, the players admitted to not even knowing the rules of overtime. I want to run that by you coming up here on Follow the Money uh, post-Super Bowl edition here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, 
what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for college hoops now. Looking for a betting edge? We have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Intro offer of only $9.99. Daily best bets. Top picks every host and guest. Dog videos, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, full access to vcin.com with the exclusive betting split breakdowns, limited time offer, vcin.com slash subscribe, sign up 999, vcin.com slash subscribe. We continue with Michael Lombardi, new podcast coming out later on this morning called GM Shuffle, get it wherever you catch your podcast, also Lombardi Line, 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific. Today here on VSIN. Michael, I wanted to run this by you. The Ringer wrote about this uh, late last night slash early this morning after the game. The Chiefs knew the overtime game plan. Justin Reed said after the game, they discussed the new rules as far back as training camp. Chris Jones told the Ringer, quote, we talked about it for two weeks. We knew what the game plan was going to be. If it goes to overtime, we wanted the opponent to get the ball. If they scored, we were going to come down. And if we scored, we were going to go for two. They don't want to extend it in overtime. And then they talked to a couple of different uh, players for the 49ers. Uh, Armstead said he learned of the details of the postseason rule, looking at the jumbo trying uh, at the stadium during a TV timeout after regulation last night. And Kyle Juszczyk said he assumed the Niners asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season. Quote, I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy. End of quote. Your thoughts over there, uh, overall on that, the Chiefs knowing the rules and, and the game plan and the 49ers not? Well, I, I think it goes back to my original quote about, you know, the secret to all victory, right? I mean, you've got to know this stuff. And, and clearly, every year when you bring the rookies in, if you don't go over the rules of the NFL, you know, where you can get up after you catch a pass, if you fall down, then, you know, you, you're going to, these guys don't, you just can't assume they know anything. And, and I think to me, this lies itself into the strategy. So, okay. What, what, what Chris Jones said, there was obviously they went over it for two weeks and they probably had a period in, in Kansas city where they practiced a bunch of two point plays, because if it got to overtime, you just can't rely on one or two two-point plays, right? You got to have a lot of them, and so, and so I think to me there goes the conversation that I always have: is you've got to have the ability to take the strategy of the game and then blend it into the practice, right? So, like for example, we were getting ready to play the Atlanta Falcons. Arrogantly, we felt like we were going to need two-point plays to extend the game to a three-score three game. Even with a field goal, I know it would have upset the analytical community, but we would have extended it to 17 points or whatever it would have been. But we needed those two-point plays to get back in the game, right? We needed them to get back in the game. And so we had two periods on Thursday and Friday, five minutes of just two-point plays. And Josh McDaniels Mm. and the offensive staff had extensive amount of two-point plays, which I'm sure Andy had. And I'm sure that touchdown pass to Hardman was a two-point play. I think he probably took that off his two-point playlist because he knew if he scored, he got it in there. And so to me, that's where you've got to be real. You've got to tie it all together. It just can't be we went over the rules, right? Andy went over the rules for the players, but he also went over the rules for the staff, and then they game-planned that in. And so I think that's really why, you know, the difference is so minute in winning these games. It's so small. It's so small. Do we have an answer for blitz zero? Do we have an answer for the overtime? Look, you can say whatever you want. The difference in the overtime is simply this. You get the extra down. If you defer, you get the extra down. And people were panicking. Look, I can just tell you this. Everybody, even the TV, I mean, I think Nance obviously knew the rules. I'm not sure Romo knew the overtime rules. 
I don't think he did. No, that's fair. Absolutely. And certainly they didn't mention what happened. Does the clock matter or not till like a minute left, oh, two minutes boy. left? No Mass one mentioned the clock. There. Absolutely. The yeah, 49ers. Everybody was texting me like, yeah. everybody was texting me like, why don't they play faster? Why don't they go faster? Yeah, right. My phone is blown like, up. Yeah, and I'm like, there's a second overtime here coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. unbelievable. The 49ers win total is 11 and a half. They've had bad luck with injuries going back. What would you want to do first look at that? Well, I, I think, look, I think that what we haven't talked about, I've been on now for 20 minutes, but nobody's mentioned how good Brock Purdy played. Like when this guy plays yep. good, nobody gets him any credit. They're going to have a good young quarterback. Look, I think they're going to have to change some of the things in their defensive front because it disappointed them. There's no question. But for me, I, I think ultimately they're in good shape. They're going to, as long as they have the quarterback, they have a really good, they expand their offensive package. I think it's a great yeah. opportunity. I, I can see them being back. Good I definitely point. can. No, I, I also love what you said last week that no one gives them – no one – why don't we embrace him like the Kurt Warner story? Everyone loved the Kurt Warner story, and, and they don't give Purdy any credit and don't like the story. It's unbelievable how we pick and choose what story we get. And I think, to me, that that's the biggest problem is why don't we understand that? Why don't we – talk about it you know and I, I think that's the biggest issue i yep. really do i i think that's the biggest issue and but they're going to be good with him and and you know what he's going to be better and they're going to be able to do things at the line of scrimmage because he's so smart and they can expand on his game and yep. you know he's going to improve look they, they they had every chance they lost a couple key players i mean debo gets the debo gets the hamstring i mean who would have thought jennings would have been a good player in this game right right, right. they had a hard time covering jennings so no kidding. I, I think it's too early to write them off. I really do. I think it's too early to write them off. Well, I'm looking forward to when you come in studio. We'll be talking about draft and all the rumors. But uh, I'll close on this, and you're a total pro. I love what you did and eviscerated that guy from Boston. That was so unprofessional to say, come on the air. We'll promote your book and podcast. And then they talk about Belichick. For, they, you were in a tough spot. They kept you for 24 minutes. And it was one guy. Yeah. The other two guys sat there and played patty cake. But how you took that oh, guy were... apart and Oswald on the sixth floor. Incredible job, oh, Michael. Scoreboard, Michael. Scoreboard. It's all the scoreboard, right? You know, and, and remember, Belichick called out sick the day they played the Rams. I don't know if you're aware of that. He didn't. He wasn't at that game <laughs> when they beat the Rams. He called out sick that day. He didn't uh, come to work. You know, uh, according to the genius, according to the geniuses at 98.5. Look. That's what I said to the guy when I got off the air. I said, well, you did a hell of a job here. And the other guy, Maz, who didn't say a word, you know, they're, they're like Twitter. They're Twitter tough guys. When nobody's around, they're going to scream. When somebody shows up, they're not. And I give Michael credit. At least he tried to, at least he tried to his position, which is a ridiculous position, but at least he tried to hold on to it. Look, I think, you know, like the fan base in San Francisco, we should fire Kyle. Are you kidding me? Like, could Kyle get better at what he does? Of course. Sure. Could anybody get better at what he does? Of course. Or he, she does? Of course. We all can. But the idea that you just want to start over, you know, it's just, it's the reaction to everything. We, we live in a society that just wants to fire, 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 because if, if the owners are listening, then that makes the difference. So, look, it, it is what it is. The guy's the greatest coach of all time. You know, it's funny in that whole interview, did he did he talk about what Edelman said? Did he talk about what Brady said about Belichick? Did he talk about what Gronk said? There was never any quotes about what ex-players have said about the man. It's only what he thinks. And to me, you know, the one thing I regret about the interview is I did not use the great Uncle Junior line, which is some people are so yeah. far out of the race, they actually think they're in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> So good. Well, the, uh, the Oswald stuff was excellent. Uh, was awesome. yep. 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 You were dynamite with that. Great job all year long, yep. Michael. Uh, Thanks, guys. Enjoy vacation. Thank you. Yep. Thank Take you. Care, buddy. You too, as well. well and, uh, I'm glad he brought that up, too, because Dan Kelly had the tweet. Five years ago, the Patriots beat McVay's vaunted Rams offense and won the Super Bowl 13 to 3. Belichick gets no credit for that win. Meanwhile, anyone who's ever met McVay gets a coaching job. Yeah, yeah. He's right. Well, I'll put it this way. For the people who think Belichick is overrated, not a great coach, it was all Brady, you replace Bill Belichick since the year 2000 with Mike McCarthy, and that's Tom Brady's coach for 20 years, and you put Bill Belichick on Green Bay with Brett Favre for eight, seven, eight years, and Aaron Rodgers for his entire career, tell me how that's going to go for Super Bowls. Tell me how that's going to look today. 
I can't believe that's allowed in that market where it's like, yeah, he's not that good of a coach. Yeah, he's overrated. I maybe have been too hard on him this year, but there's no doubt he's the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. And certainly Belichick, the GM, got Belichick, the coach, fired. But what he's – I mean, he took Mac Jones of the playoffs. He won a playoff game in Cleveland. And then you just can't say Bray's responsible for all the success they had in New England. That's ridiculous. Yep. And it is, is – you know, I mean, come on. But, so vacation starts now for yeah. us in like 90 seconds. You get a nap in. Uh, we are off. We're going to be back on the air next Wednesday. So this week, you're going to get the Sports Gambling Podcast guys filling in. Ryan and Sean – Ryan's the one who hit. They do a very good job here. Uh, Ryan is the one who gave out use check plus 2375 on the first reception for the 49ers yesterday. That cashed. Great call. Yep. Unbelievable write-up. And to do that right off the bat, that was wild. How was the food yes. yesterday? I didn't get my... I had, I, had a big, I had a big breakfast here at Saginaw, so I Oh, you did? Yeah. Man, how about you with the oh, clam chowder in the bowl and everything? She's going to put out a video today. My yeah. wife's clam chowder. I don't know where I've been my whole life. I didn't appreciate <laughs> clam chowder until 10 years ago. Well, it's hard to get good clam oh, chowder. No, it is. It is. A lot of places mess it up. It might be the It's phenomenal. Yeah. She should be selling this somewhere for sure. Anyway. Well, I'll buy them. Tell her. You will? I'll buy a bucket of it. Oh. <laughs> I love clam chowder. <laughs> I will. Uh, that's it for us. Gil's next. A numbers game. For two hours here on VSIN. And uh, have a good week. We'll see you. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.